We're doing a thing, doing a thing, doing a podcast, doing a thing. You you mean to tell me this is a podcast? What? I'll shut up now. <laughs> you killed my intro. Well, leave it all in, Andrew. Let everyone know how 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 evil Garland is and how she ruins my my actually planned out and actually uh, actual idea I had for a fucking intro to the podcast for today. And just let everyone know how evil she is for fucking ruining it. I mean, if it's all planned out, uh, by all means, go ahead. I mean, I just did it. Oh, you ruined perfect. it. I'm not doing it again. You planned my intervention? Wow. You really do have a lot no. of forethought. No. No. I always knew you cared. Shut up. <laughs> Anyways. Shut your mouth. I'm sick of you. Okay, wait. Before we... Before we get too into it, I have an announcement that Luke Yang will be uh, happy about. Uh, Gilly pooped. <laughs> get up. Mm. That's exciting. Okay. Well, well, okay. So, story is, Gilly hasn't pooped, I, I think, in like two days or something. Since I haven't seen it. So, I was starting to get worried because he's a dummy and he likes to chew on Q-tips. And he stole some Q-tips out of the trash can. And ate the heads off of them. Ooh, lovely. I know. So, I cleaned the litter box last night. And I only cleaned it once a day. And there was no poop in there. And I was like, oh god. Uh, you better not... I really don't want you to get something stuck in you. Because you're dumb. Because it's not like I leave Q-tips out for him. I, like, wrap them up in paper towels. And then, like, mm-hmm. bury them at the bottom of the trash can. He still my finds cats them. are evil incarnate. Um... <laughs> So they'll steal things out of my trash can under my desk, uh, and I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck! I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to take you in to have them X-ray you and then tell me something is stuck and then you have to go to surgery because that's just a pain in the ass and that's expensive." So I was like, "If he doesn't poop before I leave today for work, then uh, he gets to go to the vet tomorrow." <laughs> but he now gets to avoid the vet because he pooped. But she doesn't know how lucky he is because of that poop. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's my story. Oh, um, I just opened up my browser just to look at YouTube and my front page, and because of YouTube Shorts, I'm getting messages. I'm getting uh, like recommendations from them from like the channels i see in youtube shorts and one of them is a woman who um is missing a leg from the knee down so she answers questions about having a prosthetic leg and apparently a month ago youtube started restricting her videos because they don't want you to have to see her disturbing disabled body they over-enforced the rules. Disturbing content counts her her physical disability, and so they were restricting her ability to make to have, get views on her videos because they didn't want people to have to watch her with her disability. Wow. What? 
Hey, YouTube. Stop doing that. YouTube has kind of gone nuts with their censorship. It's not even just censorship. It's they're over and for like most of their rules are in place for a reason because like ads advertisers they they make their money off of ad revenue. That's a thing that happens. They have to follow the rules. They have to stay within line of it. But they're getting a little too serious. Like they're getting a little too restrictive restrictive with it. That's what I'm saying. I'm not because saying that like, the rules are wrong, but they're getting too controlling and enforcing stuff too severely, I think. It's not even like, I don't even think it's them enforcing it. I think the AI is just like, the automated system is just getting a little too aggressive. It, but there's also people that look at it too. And they do have humans. Well, most, the, most, the, most of the time, the, the human, there's not enough. There are not enough people in the world to auto, to watch every video posted to YouTube. Uh, it is impossible. So it's more a mixture of the two. If something is automatically flagged by the by the system, then um, you send in a report. You send in a secondary re- a secondary. You basically ask for it to be reviewed, and then a human will review it. So like, right away, it's a little out of hand. But then, hopefully, because it doesn't always work, hopefully, the human review fixes that problem. And the reason why I say hopefully is because there was a guy who posted a video talking about drinking um, hydrogen dioxide. Do the two of you know what hydrogen dioxide well, is? dihydrogen monoxide, I think is what you're... Yes, dihydrogen monoxide. Do you know what that is? That'll kill you. No. Dihydrogen monoxide is water. Mm-hmm. It's H2O. That is the chemical... Name that's the the name of of H two O. I didn't realize you were actually asking the question. I thought it was rhetorical. <laughs> I was no, I I was asking the question. Uh, it's in the name. I was more. I was more. Hydrogen, yeah. monox- I was more or less asking Yori because you take too much school. Um, yeah, school it's school. been a long time since I've taken chemistry, and I blotted that out. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> But um, he basically made a video about how uh, everyone who drinks dihydrogen monoxide dies because everyone who drinks water dies at some point in their life. I mean, yeah. He he basically he laid he listed off very specific facts, and his video was flagged. So he sent in a review and he said, "I'm talking about dihydrogen monoxide. It's called water." Repost the video. Restricted again. It was three times before they went, oh, sorry, we're getting a little too serious. We'll stop. And it's like... <sighs> There's a lot of people that happens, though. Happens with, though. It's just this, that... this guy this guy deliberately tried, deliberately did this to show how the system is flawed. But, like, nine times out of ten, it's like, why is this a thing? My current favorite is uh, comments. So, Jacksepticeye posted a video about how YouTube's comments are broken and how um some people with profile pictures of them just with their ass out or just straight bare bare breasts just topless in the pit in the profile picture will just copy other people's posts as if they are a bot and just because they are and repost it as a comment and nothing is done about that and it's like youtube don't just force your guidelines on videos force it on everything 
And there's the whole dislike bar system. I don't know why YouTube got, got rid of the dislikes button. Or got rid of the visible dislikes. They felt that it was toxic, is what I'm going to guess. Their, their reasoning is because it's toxic to the creator's mental health because they shouldn't have to tie dislikes to their videos. And yet a... And yet a a content creator can still see the dislike bar on their videos in th in their content creation studio on YouTube. As far as I know, as a content creator, you can look at the, your video's dislike-to-like ratio on your channel's statistics page. They didn't remove that. They just removed the dislike bar off the video itself. Hmm. Which is more detrimental than beneficial, because... What did people look at first when they would look up tutorial videos on YouTube? The dislike ratio. The video had more dislikes than likes. Probably wasn't a good tutorial. But because of that removal, you can't freaking tell anymore. Oh, those are segment about YouTube. Oh, 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 oh! I want to get a little polit political with Canada. Okay, fun. Um, and I'm going to involve the two of you in this. You don't have a choice. Do either of you know anything about the Humboldt Broncos bus, cra bus crash incident from a few years back in Canada? No. Nothing. Okay, let me look up. Uh, I vaguely remember hearing about it, but that's that's it. Humboldt. I know nothing of it. <laughs> Not going to lie. Humboldt Broncos crash. Here we go. Perfect. So... On April 6th, 2018, 16 people were killed and 13 were injured when a northbound coach bus struck a westbound semi-trailer truck near Armley, Saskatchewan, Canada. The driver of the semi-trailer had failed to yield at a stop, flashing stop sign at the intersection of Highway 35 and 335. Now, that's the synopsis of Wikipedia. Now, to some people, you might go, oh my god. The driver said, okay, Andrew, also, I'm sorry if my microphone arm screeches. I'm trying to get that fixed. Now, some of you might go, he's terrible. He's going to jail for that. He had two weeks of training. And they put him on the road? Yes. He had two weeks of training, and they told him, you're good enough to go and drive, drive on the road. And he said, I'm not ready. And they said, we don't care. You've, had your, you've done their necessary... Uh, well, I'm paraphrasing. They didn't say we don't care. They stated that you've done the necessary training. Go and get... Go and drive. This was his first day on the job. So, okay. I want to say that, like, he is not completely entirely at fault, but he has to take some of the blame because he is the driver. So, But it is not fair for them to put him on the road with very little experience. So, there was a... W5 is, like, 60 minutes. It's kind of mm -hmm. like 60 minutes. They did an entire segment on him. He never once denied any responsibility. He was a Canadian, he's a Canadian immigrant. Freshly, like, he came to Canada. He needed a job because him and his wife needed to work. So they both got a job because of their visas and everything. This was his job. He was doing this so that he could go back to school to become a doctor. I believe it was a doctor. It was some professional field like that. He never once chose not to take the blame when he went in 
for into court for the charges. And they asked, how do you plea? He pleaded guilty. He didn't try to defend himself. He said, nope, it's my fault. I took those kids' lives. Because they, they were all 16 up. Like, they, they're, they weren't, they weren't like adults. They were teenagers. They either died or they were physically paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, that's commendable um, of him. He must feel he, awful. Well, here's the thing. He's been in jail ever since. And the reason I bring this up is because I opened up um, YouTube, and YouTube has top news from, for your country on it now. And uh, one of the videos from two hours ago, a driver who caused Humboldt uh, Broncos DAS bus crash denied first bid to stay in Canada. So, because he was not a Canadian citizen, and because this was a deadly accident, he is set for deportation. I don't feel like he deserves to be deported. Yes, he failed. Yes, he does carry responsibility for those people's lives. He does not deserve to be deported for something he had no control over. Yeah, I think in this case, like, he is willing to take the blame. He is willing to take um, responsibility for what, you know, he's caused, even if it wasn't completely in his control. But, like, that's the hard part, is that there's all those legal hoops and, like, runarounds that you have to deal with, and... You know, that, that's that's one more person to take care of and feed and make sure that they're healthy in prison. Well... And I don't know if the prison okay. system's as bad there as it is here, but... I don't know. But that's not what we're talking about, so we're not going to dive into that. Yeah. I don't feel like he deserves to be deported. Well... Because, like, huh. it's... So the reason why I don't feel like he deserves to be deported is because... There was no way he could have been fully trained for this because the training system for drivers in can for truck drivers in Canada is incredibly flawed. It it's proof it's proven fact that it's incredibly flawed. They've done all the research. It it was part of that W five video. Uh, if anyone wants to watch it, I'm sure it's still up on like YouTube or on CTV's CBT CTV on Canada whatever their website is. Um, let me look it up. Well, Broncos crash, W5. Uh, yep. Yeah, so it's from October 2nd of last year. It's still up on the official W5 uh, YouTube channel. I would suggest you watch it if you want to. Uh, the president of the of the truck training has come out and said, no, we're not, we're not sufficient enough. It is not sufficient enough. The generalized training is not enough. And yet they still put them out on the road. That's just setting them up for failure. Exactly. So, but, um, the point I wanted to make is some of the parents of some of the kids that died are respectfully so angry and will never forgive him. They have said, we will never forgive him. But there are two, there's one set of parents who are fighting for him to stay in Canada. Wow. Because... Uh, and I believe the father said, we will not move on from this until we forgive him. And this, this, the story that he said was in the courtroom after he was convicted and he was going to go to jail. 
they stopped him in the courtroom and said, he said to him, I'm, I, I forgive you. Which, like, holy shit, that's a big deal. The man took your only child from you. But you forgive him. And the that couple is fighting for him to stay in Canada. Because, like, I don't, like, what he did was horrible. But if he had been given more time to train, he could have been if avoided. he had been more prepared, all of this could have been avoided. So at the end of the day, I don't feel like a failure on the system that trained him to do his job should be why he's deported from Canada. Yeah. That is un-Canadian to me. That is the equivalent, and I, I'm going to roll this into another subject that I want to talk about about Canada, because I'm a little mad at my fellow Canadians right now, specifically my fellow Torontonians who live in the greater Toronto area. Um, when Russia invaded Ukraine, we're not going to talk about this lots because I don't want to be caught up on the war, because it sucks, needs to stop, but that's not what the podcast is about. When, when that happened, uh, Ukrainian Canadians did what they do and they showed their solidarity by having their flags in their cars and all that. There are people in the GTA who are doing one of the most un-Canadian things I have ever Andrew, here comes a swear word. I'll tell you, by the way, you two, we have to keep track of how many times you swear to make this easier on Andrew. There are people in Toronto who are doing the most un-Canadian thing I've ever seen in my life that it is pissing me off. There was one man who woke up one morning and his tires were all slashed. The flag he had in the window of his car was broken off and jammed in the exhaust pipe. That's a good way to kill someone. There was someone who got out of their car in traffic at a light, walked up and shattered the back driver's side window of someone's car with their children in the back seat. Jeez. In Toronto. Why are they doing this? I don't know. It's like, when I saw that clip on the news, I was like, this isn't Canada. This is not what we do here. And yes, as a Canadian, I might look at it with rose-tinted glasses and be like, oh yeah, we're a perfect country. We're not a perfect country. The trucker convoy told me that. The Premier of Ontario told me that. The, con- the hypocr- hypocrisy of politics told me that. But what we are not, as a general population of this country, is blindly hateful to people for no reason. There's a reason that the stereotype for Canada is super friendly people. It's because that's what a lot of people see. Getting out of your car at a red light and smashing somebody's window in because they're flying a flag from Ukraine after Russia invades their home country is not fucking Canadian. And it pisses me off. Like, why? Like, why? What do you you get out of this? misdirected anger to me. Like, what do you get out of this? But why is the anger directed at Ukraine? They... 
What I mean is they're angry at what's happening and they're directing that anger at something that they see that's associated with it, regardless of that being someone else's property. Or somebody else's livelihood and their actual safety. Because again, Garland, live traffic, red light, people in the car, smashed the window. Was aiming for the driver's window, the driver started to drive, so they hit the window closest to them, which a child was sitting beside. It's just like, oh my god, what is wrong with you people? What's wrong with the world? That's the real question. Anyways. Anyways. How have you been, Bird? Busy. Not allowed to be busy. How dare you be busy? I'm always busy. You know, every every night for like the past two weeks, I go to bed and I'm like, you know, tomorrow I'm just going to take a day to myself. I'm going to relax, you know, just be lazy all day, maybe sleep in. And we, and we all know that's not possible. And it never, it never works out. I wake up and I'm like, oh, I got this, this, and this I got to do, and then I'll relax. And then it's about three in the afternoon. I'm like, oh, well, I didn't really relax today, but I got a couple more hours. I'll get this stuff done too, and then the day is gone. But, uh, yeah, today I actually started evaporating my, uh, maple sap down into syrup, so that's exciting. Finished building my homemade evaporator yesterday. Which, basically, that's just a, basically, like a cinder block kiln of some, uh, some sort, where I can just set my pan on top and I put wood in, in, in it. So I don't have to use gas because it's a lot of money. Gas is pricey. Yeah. I mean, even that propane. it seems to be. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad I don't drive. Well, I mean, this is propane yeah. that I'm talking about. But yeah. Um, my my point still stands. Mm-hmm. Carolyn, so I I don't know how much you or often you get gas, but how much is gas up there right now? It is uh, today it was like four ten. Yeah. Ha, I wish I had four, that. It's it generally it's like four dollars a gallon right now, isn't it? Uh, that was a, that was I, a mine Costco. was so, I don't know what it normally is. Let's see. So American gallons are different than Yeah. Uh, more of your cause you fulfill gas by the liter, right? Oh my sweet Jesus. Yeah, it's expensive. I filled my so my four, car. I usually, four dollars for three and a for three point eight gallons of gas. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Whatever. Uh, gas up here is only like a dollar ninety. What? Per liter. Oh my. Per liter. Per so liter, like, and it takes four and it takes four liters to make a gallon. So it's about this. It's actually more. Yeah, expensive. it sounds about the same. And actually, it sounds like you pay more. Yeah. Well, no, that's he's talking yeah. about Canadian dollars, so it's about the same. Um, oh, jeez. Okay, scratch no, that. Um, we're paying. We're paying. We're paying more. Is it more? Okay. Uh, Yori. If it's if it's 
If it's almost $2 a liter and it takes four liters to make a gallon, that's about $4. That's about almost $8 a gallon. Hey, Yori. So, that but 410... But is that Canadian money or U.S. money? Oh. That's... Hun, it's not like... If it's one... If it's one... If it's one dollar... Or like, how, how much was it? Four dollars a gallon? Uh, depends on where you are. It, for me, it if was the four average, If the average is four dollars a gallon, eight dollars a gallon Canada is... Still more expensive if you convert it because it's not two American dollars right. to a Canadian dollar. I got dollar something right to say. Now. I just pulled up the, ga the gas buddy app just to double check. And current prices right now in my area, the minimum is $4.89. Most of the places close to me are upwards of five. Yeah, hey, so, yeah, it's still more expensive that's because that's lot. 624 American. Yeah. Like, the Canadian dollar is not that much lower than the well, American okay, dollar. Well, okay, I was trying difference. to estimate with what I remembered it sort of was at and then trying to calculate liters to gallons. Yeah, our inflation has kind of decreased the U.S. dollar quite a lot lately because of all the new money that was put into circulation. I mean, among other things. Yeah. I mean, that was a big thing, though, is they printed, like, what was it, like 40%? The currency in existence a while uh, a while back was that like eight ten months. It's kind of nuts. But then we get this war too, and gas prices go out of control. I know it's awful. Yeah, that's that's the problem with a with a global economy. Mm-hmm. Hey, but at least we don't have Trump in office, right? Can you imagine how much we're gas not, is in like We're Alaska not or... we are not talking about that, Carlin. <laughs> we are not talking about the stupidity that has been leaking out of his mouth since this all started. Who? Uh, dumbass. You got to be more specific. There's a lot of them. Dumbass that ran your, that ran your country for 4 years. Mm. Yeah, I just tend not to pay attention to him. Although I do, do think it's funny that a lot of the policies he had in place to keep Russia in check, they're now putting into place again to try to control them and their uh, What battle. policies? He vetoed a lot of stuff that was restricted. I'm talking about the, the sanctions in particular, but... He vetoed a lot of those, too. He weakened a lot of the stuff that was stopping Russia while he was in office. He also did put some stuff in place. Yeah, but he weakened a lot of the biggest ones, and it's like... Wait. Uh, my, my favorite hot take out of it is just his comment about how uh, the U.S. should bomb the Russian convoys, but paint the Chinese flag on the on the bomber so Russia thinks it's China. Oh, yeah, does that would work? <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Because that's totally. I how really that hope works. he was being sarcastic, but it wouldn't surprise you know me he if he wasn't. wasn't. He wasn't. This is the same man who said invading Russia, invading Ukraine was smart. He, he wasn't. He was being serious. <sighs> this is, uh... This is the modern day, man. Gotta love this it. Is... It's craziness everywhere. This is, this is... This is how life is now. I just want... I just want you people to understand that... This is the world that we live in. 
It's only gonna get Holy worse. Holy hell, why is this card worth so much? What are you looking at now? I'm putting together a list of uh, cards to build to build Adam his uh, his his ninja deck. Mm-hmm. I have the Fallen Shinobi, so I don't need to worry about that card's price. I own one of those, thankfully. And um, Ink Eyes, Servant of Oni, is freaking thirty dollars. His ninjutsu cost brings him at one cost, so you can cheat him in for one less. I don't see how that's worthy of that cost. Also, I'm saying him, and I don't know if it's a him. Let me open the image in a, in a separate tab. No, that is a her. Okay. And whenever Ink Guy's Servant of Oni deals combat damage to a player, you may put our creature card from that player's graveyard onto the back. Oh, okay, that's why. Behold, price Yang's card di diversion. <laughs> <laughs> What? What? What did you say, Garland? Uh, I said, "Behold, Yang's card diversion." I just I'm I was doing this while we were talking, and it just popped in my head. Like that explains because with that with the new ninjutsu commander that came out with Kamigawa. Yeah, I'm talking about magic again. Get over it, people. <laughs> uh, he makes ninjutsu only four costs now, so you cheat that in for four mana, smack someone in the face so that you get to steal one of their cards. Yeah. That's rude, stealing their cards. No, it's welcome to ninjutsu. Welcome to ninjas, Garland. Mm, ninja. I can't justify putting that in the deck. <laughs> it's too expensive. Yeah. Try to build up a budget ninjutsu deck. That's way too much. <sighs> Nashi Moon Sage's Scion I can do because it only costs five bucks. So that's viable. It's more like it's justifi justifiable. Uh, we should do Swift Boots, Swift Foot, and Lightning Greaves. It's because they're very important cards. I mean, like how Lightning Greaves makes it so that you can... Creature has haste, so you can drop and then immediately attack with it, for, and then ninjutsu. Oh. Throwing them can't-be-blocked cards. I'm just talking about magic. You two figure stuff. Be entertaining. Mm -hmm. Hey, Yuri, do you want to hear a joke? Sure. God damn it. Why does Norway put barcodes on all of their ships? I hate you. <laughs> so um... they can Scandinavian. Hmm. <laughs> such a good joke that was that was terrible it is my favorite joke what was your uh, trips for Garland? yeah tell us why oh, you hated us yeah. oh my gosh oh do i have a story tell us why you hated us yeah that was the only reason i just wanted to escape you guys no i'm kidding Fuck you. <laughs> um, okay. okay, so uh, you know how a while back I went down to Florida uh, with my uncle to help <laughs> them get their car down uh, there, help uh, drive him down. Can we just put a pause? On, can we just put a pause on that for a moment? No. Yes. What is it? Um, I just found a car that's even more expensive that ain't going in Adam's deck. Sixty-five. You might have Sakashima student enter the battlefield as a copy of any creature on the battlefield, except it's an okay. So you can you can cheat this in for two mana and you can copy it to be one of your big swingers. That's why it's sixty five. Continue, Garland. 
Uh, so, you remember how I uh, drove, helped my uncle drive down to Florida? Was that who you were helping back? you? Sure. Yes. So it was getting them settled down there in their condo for a month, and now they're coming back. Uh, that's what I was going down to Florida this time for. Hmm, okay. Uh, so, a couple days before I was supposed to leave, you know, I taking care of the house, getting everything to order, making sure... Nothing bad's gonna happen while I'm gone, and everyone's gonna be fed and taken care of as far as the pets go. Uh, and then it's the day before I'm supposed to leave, and it's one of the coldest days of the year. It's like 20 degrees out, and I get a call first thing in the morning after, well, that day starts out, I have a horrible nightmare. The worst nightmare I'd had in years. It was just this horrible sense of impending doom. And and why was it the and why was it the fact that you died? Oh no, this story gets way worse. Just so just just remember this. So this this is the start of okay. my day. So I wake up from that, and I'm like, wow, this is this sucks. I'm gonna try to relax today because I got all my other stuff taken care of, and I'm gonna be leaving tomorrow. So I'm gonna just kind of chill out today. And then I decide to take a relaxing bath. It's great. The day's going wonderful. And then I get a phone call from my grandma. Her furnace is out. After uh, I had previously fixed it the previous week just to get it going again, I was hoping it would last. But since it went out again, I figured I'd get professionals involved. So I uh, had I pulled that out and was taking it in to get repaired. And they said that it would probably be repaired within that day, but if not, definitely by the next morning. So I take it in, and they uh, they say they're gonna repair it, and I go back. And the weather's kind of getting iffy, right? It's snowing and everything, but, you know, it's okay. We got my grandma settled in the house, so she's all warm and taken care of, and life's going fine. And the next morning, that's when I'm flying down to Florida, right? Uh, I did not get the phone call at all that day that the furnace was paired, repaired. And the next morning, I called them, and they still did not have it repaired. They're like, oh yeah, we're getting oh, a guy, uh, we're going to soon be getting a guy on that. I was like, okay, great. Okay, so could have gotten that taken care of sooner. Oh, and to top that all off, I forgot one other thing. That night, I spent like about four hours watching Russia start invading Ukraine. So that was great. My whole day Anyways. was just a whole show. Okay, but, please keep track of the number of times you swear, Garland. Ah, oh, you're right, that's one. Yeah, I need both of you to do that to make this easier for Andrew, please. I, I don't his request. Think sword yet. Well, just keep track of it anyways. It was his request. So anyway. And Andrew, you have my you have my blessing that if someone doesn't tell you, you can chew them out for free. Continue, girl. So this uh, that was the first day of the trip, uh, the trip saga, we'll say. So I go. Uh, the weather sucks. The saga. Uh, I go in, get to the airport, flight's running late. That's okay, you know, that happens. Oh, you can make a turtle deck in magic. <laughs> yeah, <Sorry>. yes. <laughs> and, uh, and then... I want to make a turtle deck. They, uh, Sorry. ended up having the flight overbooked, which wasn't a problem for me. At all, because I'd gotten my seat, I was confirmed, I, I had a guaranteed seat. But, uh, then they started offering... That was that's not a problem. Just you know, whatever. Well, I mean, they had they needed five Why more. Bring it up? They needed five more seats. No, no. You you gotta hear the story, Ying. 
They had five more people than they had seats for. So they start offering money that you can use on uh, future trips. <laughs> I was about to say, they just started offering people money. Like, where, can I sign up for yeah, some so money? Yeah, so they start offering money to for you to go for the next flight out. And then you also get that a travel voucher for uh, to use on a future trip. Um, and usually those go for like $150 to 200 maximum in the past when I've seen it. But this started to get into the three and $400 range. I was like, okay, We're you know, that's desperate. quite a lot of money. <laughs> I might want to think about sticking around. Cause I mean, the, the furnace still wasn't fixed and I'd had to write a whole instruction thing so that they could take care of it. But if I could stay in town another day, maybe that would be worth it. So I, I uh, started make, calling uh, my ride there and calling my parents because they were going to be picking me up down in Florida just to make sure that everything would work out. And by then it was up to $500. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. So I was going to, uh, I had gotten a hold of my ride. They were going to come back and pick me up. I went up to the front desk and I said, uh, will you give me 600 for it? <laughs> I'll bargain with you. Give me 600 for it. And they said, well, I'll write you down for 600 but... If someone uh, comes up for cheaper, then we'll take them first. I'm like, yeah, sure, that'll work. Uh, to make a long story short, two hours later, once the flight was finally in, everything had been figured out, I walked away with a $600 travel voucher, a $50 hotel voucher, and two $7 meal vouchers. And on top of that... <laughs> I really wish I had that uh, that travel voucher. Honestly, it would save me so much money right now. Yeah, right? I would right? only be for your airline, though, which is suck. The freaking, um... Just that... Just that... And two $7 meal vouchers. Yeah, it what? was great. Well, you have to use them within 48 hours. But uh, basically what you do is you go to one of the airport restaurants, you turn it in, and that restaurant is able to submit the voucher into the airline and get the money that it's worth. So, anyway, so I got picked up from the airport, went home, and now that I'd had anything, everything squared away the previous day... Uh, there was literally nothing for me to do, so I was able to just relax and actually have a relaxing evening. Uh, and then the next morning, uh, at this point, the furnace was still not repaired. And I called the place, and they're like, oh, sorry, our guys just left. I'm like, come on, you know, it's been two days. They said it would hopefully be done in one. So uh, I called first thing the next morning, and it was repaired. The reason that they didn't call me is that they wanted me to come in person and see that the thing was fixed because they were afraid that I was going to reinstall it and say that it was their yeah, okay, fault guys, whatever you say, boys. of it not fi- uh, being fixed, but uh, it, it ended up being fine. So anyways, I went in there, picked it up, came home, reinstalled the furnace. Everything was going great. Had 10 extra minutes to quickly repack my stuff and head to the airport. And yeah, so uh, get there, and once again the flights are overbooked, and the bids went up to a thousand dollars. Oh my! Holy God. crap! Mm-hmm. But the next plane out was gonna be arriving down there at one thirty in the morning, ideally. But there'd been a lot of canceled trips that day and a lot of delays. So if the if it hadn't been for that, I would have taken that bit of a thousand dollars. Because that was amazing, but I didn't want to end up getting. Amazing. Yeah, I didn't want to be getting there at the airport though at five in the morning and be uh, worth nothing for the next couple of days down in Florida before helping my uncle drive back. So, yeah, it was crazy. A thousand dollars 
would have been amazing, but wasn't really worth it for me in the long run. I was going to be happy with my 600. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I flew down, that, that went without a hitch, and then I was down in Florida and came back. We drove straight back in a single day. It was a 19-hour trip. And then when I get back, uh, I was here for not even 12 hours, and my grandma's water pump broke and was spewing water everywhere. Oh my god. Yeah, we think that the pump got damaged when it froze because of the furnace dying because it got down to below freezing in her uh, in her uh, trailer because of that. So, yeah, so anyways, that was the next thing. So, <laughs> hadn't even been back 12 hours, had a new thing to fix. It was really uh, lucky, though. I called in. They had the part on hand. They had just one more in stock, and I went in, picked it up, got it installed, and then the uh, next day headed up for the conference that I told you guys about. It's a wonderful Christmas tree conference. It was very educational. And Did you just say the word Christmas tree? Yeah. Christmas tree conference. Conference? Yeah, because I live on a Christmas tree farm. What? the hell is a Christmas tree conference? It, basically, just a lot of vendors promoting different like ways to control pests and stuff for Christmas trees. And different nurseries promoting their uh, seedlings and different uh, things. And a lot of uh, speakers and, of course... The government coming in saying it's important to correctly uh, tax your trees because every 15 cents that we that we get on a tree goes for this advertising. And then we get to watch like an hour of their advertising presentation, which is very boring. But I was about to, I was about to say, tell us the truth. <laughs> it's horrible. Tell us the truth. But it, what is it? It wasn't as bad as there was this one speaker uh, from one of the local universities that... Uh, she just kept going on and on about statistics and specific uh, chemicals for herbicides. And it was basically the same phrase over and over again, just with a different statistic and a different name. And I was, I was literally falling asleep during that one. I kind of regretted going to that one. The other, there were some other options for uh, presentations like, that were a lot one? better, but... You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. It was overall very I, enlightening. Why would you go to that one? Because it's... I mean, I did get a couple interesting uh, things out of it to look up. Just a couple newer herbicides that might be a little friendlier on the environment and a little harsher on the things that I hate. Like, mayor's tail. Which is a very annoying weed. That is very hard to kill and has roots that go six feet down. Mm. But yeah, so that that was my exciting uh, story. It was not very exciting, exciting, I bet. Exciting is a word for it. But, you know, the $600 tra travel voucher was kind of nice. Oh, I'm sure it was. And the food vouchers I spent on these delicious guava pastries they have at the Orlando airport if you guys are ever there highly recommend them they are amazing mm. if you like guava do you guys like guava 
I don't know. Mm, I don't uh, think so. I don't think I've ever really had much guava. If it is, it's probably like thin, like in a pastry or a jam. So it's you know it's covered in sugar. So mm-hmm. usually when I've had guava, it's been in the form of like uh, in smoothies or fruit drinks, juices, mm. like cocktails, like a uh, juice cocktail, not like the alcohol version, but. But I did recently get some uh, guava mochi from Aldi's, which was amazing. Aldi's? Yes. Or Aldi. What's so great about Aldi? Because they have lots of good, cheap food. No, it's these nuts. Oh. Yeah, well... I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. You set that up so beautifully. Congrats, Yang. <laughs> I, I had you to. You are I had a true to. professional. I had to. I had yeah, to abuse you, that. You did. Because it's like... Because it's like, she's just... She's setting me up. You know, if you, if you didn't do it, I'd probably remember it and been like, Oh, I should have done this. But you saved me from that, Yang. So I, I'm th- I thank you. Oh my gosh. I'm looking at the turtle. I'm looking at the turtle. Okay, yes. I'm on... I'm still, I'm still hung up on this turtle commander, okay? Uh, I'm looking at the turtle commander, and, and I have him. I have him. But is he a like siege turtle him. commander? No, he's a turtle shaman. He's, like... We should talk about great. siege turtles. Probably we're going to talk about no. that meta. <laughs> We're not talking about that meta, Garland. Shut we up. don't talk about that meta, meta, meta. We're not talking about. We're not talking about Guild Wars, okay? We're not talking about the thing that I've been obsessed with since the, the expansion came out. We're gonna move on. Um, I kind of want to build this turtle deck now. Kind of, kind, kind of want to build the commander turtle deck. There's not enough turtles though. There's like, there's like twenty-eight creatures, and most of them aren't turtles. Most of them are shapeshifters. That tells you that there's not enough turtles in the game. Oh my god. One, two, or one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen different creatures that either have changeling or are or have the ability to be any type of creature. Oh my gosh. Are in this deck. Oh wait. Yeah, that's too many. That's t- okay. That tells me that people are just making this for the memes. It's like the frog deck. Which yes, there are builds for frogs, but none of them are good enough for Luca. Hmm. Oh, freaking sl- freaking sliver decks. I looked up the price of crafting a, a commander sliver deck. That shiz is pricey. Cause I mean, like, if you want, if you want. Like, the three primary commanders help. The four primary commanders you'd run for this deck. Morophon, Sliver Hive Lord, the first Sliver, and Sliver Legion go from 12 to $20. If you want Sliver Overlord, the original Sliver, Pentacolor Sliver, you're looking at 38 If you want the most powerful Sliver in the game, the Sliver Queen, you're looking at a nice solid $303. And that's only because you can create a 1-1 sliver creature token with her. That, like, that's expensive as hell. Sliver Hive Lord makes all slivers indestructible. The first sliver gives all slivers cascade. Uh, 
What are slivers? Sliver Cascade deck? Slivers are these, like, eldritch abominations from uh, from the multiverse of magic that are, like, these, like, um, these snake alien things. Hold on. I'll look it up. What is a sliver? I'm going to run to the bathroom class. MTG. Not allowed. Here we go. This is the sliver wiki. Uh, slivers are creatures that share a hive mind, which allows them to share their abilities with other nearby slivers. Cards with the creature type sliver have an ability or characteristic that they share with other slivers. Early slivers share with all slivers in play, while later slivers only affect the player's own side of the board. The creature type... Okay, blah, blah, blah. Vol Volrath visited an as-yet-unidentified plane and discovered slivers. A fellow shapeshifter and an obsessive zoologist, he was so fascinated by these mesomorphic hive-minded creatures that he brought the sliver queen to Wrath, which is another plane. Ugh. He then took a number of her brood away from her and stuck them in the furnace of Wrath so he could study them. Oh my god. That's so dumb. Um, sorry, what? After the apocalypse? Garland, that is a tab on the wiki for the history of these things. It just says after the apocalypse. Sounds pleasant. Which apocalypse are they referring this to? This is... Um... That's a good question. Slivers that survived the apocalypse caused by Corona's destruction and a few breeds that were time-shifted into the present by the violent upheavals of the time stream or among the few creatures that were able to flourish on the dying plane of Dominaria. Oh, that's right. Magic the Gathering had some timey-wimey shenanigans. Shenaniganerous. Man, slivers are like... They're cool because they're like these eldritch horror monsters that are... They're like the aliens from Alien, but with a hive mind, and they're shape-shifting. It's cool. I like them. Here, hold on. Let me uh, open image in new tab here. I'll share the picture of the Sliver Queen's card. Queen of the Slivers. That's what the Sliver Queen looks like. Like, they're freaking terrifying to look at, but they're so cool. And they're an incredibly disgusting. They're an incredibly disgusting archetype. Because, like, I mean, if the sliver, if the first sliver is a commander, all you just pull them out for one of each color, and all your slivers have cascade, which means that when you cast the spell, you exile cards from the top of your deck until you reveal a card with a, with a mana cost that's less than the card you played, and you cast that for free. And if it's another sliver, you then do the same thing again because all slivers have cascade. But then you get slivers that have, like, all slivers have tap, add a mana of any color. Or all slivers, sliver creatures you control have flying in haste. Or sliver creatures you control have tap, add one mana of any color. Or slivers have, when this permanent enters the battlefield, destroy target artifact or enchantment. Or, uh, slivers can't be targeted by spells or abilities. Sliver creatures you control have vigilance. All slivers have t three colors, sacrifice this permanent, destroy target permanent. Slivers can't be blocked stuff by slivers. Sliver creatures you control have death touch. Sliver creatures you control have double strike. Sliver, all sliver creatures get plus one, plus one for each other sliver on the battlefield. Stuff like that. Like, these things are terrifying. 
when you play them all together, they get terrifyingly gross because they are a hive mind that grows stronger with each other. And they share their abilities. Like, Gale Riders Lure. All sliver creatures you control have flying. Like, go away. Go away. Stop that. Like, the concept of slivers is so cool, but at the end of the day, they need to stop that. There's a lot of freaking slivers in this game. Jeez. No wonder they go so long without reprinting them, because they're freaking gross. A oh, belligerent sliver looks like a freaking lion. That's cool. Shadow sliver looks like a pile of goop. Fungus slivers looks like a living fungus. Is it edible? Probably not. Darn it. He sounds like a fun guy. <laughs> Shut up. Perfect thing for parties, right? Yeah. I was waiting for Garland suck. to say it, and then she didn't, so I was like, fine, I'll do it. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna look up one of the best... One of the best in Magic the Gathering species of all times. They're called Mers. M-Y-R. And as my friends and I would often call them, Mer. Never we play them. Uh, they're little. They're uh, the metal automatons created by Memnarch that are found all over Mirrodin. Mer were created as mindless surveyors and act as a, out a single role without question. However, there is a said to be intelligence and emotion behind their sullen mechanical eyes. Memnarch can see through the eyes of the Mer using the dark steel eye. Like the Mer are are cool. Huh? Oh, interesting. Oh, the word mer is derived from the Greek word for ant, myrmico. The etymology is a direct reference to their small size, worker role, mentality, and ubiquitous presence. There is also the connection with the myrmidon of Greek myth. The word was transmuted through history so that the word Myrmidon refers to a subordinate who executes orders unquestionably unquestionably or unscrupulously. Myr were initially conceived as gnomes but later moved to their current incarnation. Their primary design specs were to be small, colorless artifact creatures with very limited but unique abilities. Huh. The more you know... Not gonna lie, I'm like mostly cool. lost in this conversation, but oh yeah, because you don't play magic because yeah. you're because you're weird. Yup. Phyrexian Mers. Oh, that you know what that would make sense. Phyrexia is kind of evil, and it's back, yo. Yeah, Garland, you don't know anything about Phyrexia. Not a thing. So, Phyrexia is this wonderful thing that we in magic like to call the root of all evil. I, I'm joking. That's what I like to call it. Um, 
it's this really cool plane of existence that was created by a planeswalker, I think, if I remember the lore properly. Um, and, like, okay, so... Phyrexia is a plague. It's a plague. It uh, spans the multiverse, looking for ways to travel between between uh, planes, in an attempt to uh, corrupt and turn everything into metal. Um, there was one planeswalker, Karn, before he was a planeswalker, was corrupted by the Phyrexians, but then he got his spark and. A planeswalker spark is meant to cure and be immune to the Phyrexian disease or whatever. Phyrexian metal, I think it is. Kamigawa Neon Dynasty released Tamiyo the Completed. And completion is what uh, Phyrexians refer to as something being turned into a Phyrexian, being completed. Tamiyo is our first Phyrexian converted planeswalker. So... The lore for MPG is the next big bad for MPG is we're going back to Phyrexia because one of the community's favorite planeswalkers, who was this innocent book loving moon moon sage who just traveled the planes of the multiverse, writing scrolls and writing books on the different planes of existence, is now a completed Phyrexian and has access to travel between uh, planes. Sounds like the perfect thing. And uh, someone someone's comment was. Phyrexia couldn't have completed a better Planeswalker. Like, ever, or everyone was like, oh, why couldn't they complete Jace? Or, like, one of the really shitty Planeswalkers. But then, um... But then you stop and you think about it from a storytelling standpoint, and it's like... Because Tamiyo is just too perfect. She has notes on dozens of planes in the multiverse. And because she's part of Phyrexia now, she shares that information with Phyrexia itself. So if they want to go and take over another plane, they have notes on that plane of existence. So, like, yeah. Ooh, the next set coming out for Magic is called Streets of New Capenna, which, um, it's the Mafia. We get into Mafia in Magic the Gathering, Garland. I have much excite. I have much excite for this. Cool. Cause I can't I can't wait to go uh join the Mafia in Magic the Gathering. Specifically Magic the Gathering. Don't think you're actual mafia material, Yang. No, hell no. <laughs> Magic the Gathering, maybe. I, when I thought the Guilds of Ravnica were the mafia. No, no. The closest thing to the mafia in the Guilds of Ravnica is Orzhov. This plane, New Capenna, is literally run by different mafia families. And I believe one of the leaders is uh, a planeswalker. It's um, Obnixilis. I believe was one of them. He's one of the older planeswalkers now, but uh Yeah. Oh boy. Anything else we want to talk about? I mean the only thing I can think about that's new for me is uh 
I started a new job, and I work nights now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You and I got job. You and I, you got a new job. I got a job. I work at a KFC now. I work at an animal diagnostic lab. So I, uh, basically I just inventory the things that they sent us and make sure everything is there for the tests and then label them as needed for the tests. And yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of memorizing of what goes into each test and how to label it and what tubes are needed, but I, I like it. It's, it's a big change from what I've been doing for the last six, seven years. Um, but I needed, I needed a, I needed a break. I needed to get out of general practice. Uh-huh. Nice to change it up now. Hmm? It's nice to change it up. Uh, well, the practice I worked at, the doctor is very toxic. Ooh. That's um, unfortunate. Yeah, and I've been working there for a little over four years, and I just finally hit a breaking point. Well, to be fair, I, I hit a few breaking points along the way, but this is the one that, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back sort of thing. Dang, what'd they do? If you don't mind me Oh, asking. she's just she's just a bipolar bitch. So if you don't ask the right question or don't have the answer to a question that she wants to know, or if you uh, forgot to tell her one thing, she just, like, would go off. Oh, that's silly. It, it was just, it was, like, I left and then someone else left basically right after me uh -huh. um and uh oh yeah today's Lidl day yeah we could watch it tomorrow when I get home or after I mean, we can also watch it we can also watch it after podcast true um yeah it was just it was not great I was talking to the other person that left and like, she was like part of the managerial team so uh the way that that uh clinic worked is there was the office manager and then there's your lead tech and then there was the lead csr so the lead uh client service representative and the one that left was the lead csr because it's sorry there you go there's one word yeah. um i'll keep track of it and then dm it to andrew afterwards it's outrageous how she has been treating us. <laughs> That'd be life, though. Someone's gonna treat you like I'm crap. glad you're in a better spot, though, now. Yeah, I I am much better now. And Yang can attest to that. Well, I, I feel much better. I'm yeah. much less stressed. I My mom said to me today that I should ask to try and get an extra shift every week, because... Uh, working two days a week, minimum wage, fourteen hours, fourteen and a half hours a week, four weeks a month is eight hundred seventy dollars, which is only enough to pay rent. And like, I get it. I I think but, you should go about it in the sense of once you are more used to your schedule and more used to the work. Yeah, like you could go. About I that. I get it. Yeah, like I get it right now, mom. But at the end of the day, I just started working. At the start of, like, at the tail end of February. And it's physically destroying me right now. 
so I'm not going to go out of my way to take a third shift every week when I'm still struggling to do two shifts a week. Like, I get where you're coming from. I need more money in order to, like, live day, day to day. But, like, if, an, if, if enough of it right now, if what I'm making right now is enough to get me rent every month, then calm down and let me get used to this before I start taking on an extra roll. Before I start taking on an extra shift. Or before I start asking, hey, I'll work a different shift. I'll work an extra shift every week, but it doesn't have to be uh, cook. Like, yes, mom. Let me ask her to give me a shift of something I don't, that she hasn't trained me for while she's still training me to do the job she hired me for. What could possibly go wrong? Am I right? Hey, at least you're you know, bringing in some money now. So that's better than nothing. I mean, that's got to feel good, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm bringing in enough to pay rent every month. Of course, as it stands right now, next month's rent's going to have to be paid out of, out of pocket. Because I bought the new computer this month. Uh, but, like, as it stands as well, oh well. Ah, my legs are so itchy right now. Take my freaking back scratcher and I'm scratching my legs. It feels outstanding. Why was there a Monster Hunter Rise official trailer a day ago? Game's been out for over a year. What? 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 You know what's a game we haven't talked about in a while? An Monster Hunter? Paladins. Paladins? Because none of us play it anymore. I do. Why do you I play played it? it a couple days ago. Why? Because it was fun. Was it though? It was actually. I won every game but one. And that one was a close one. Paladins? Yeah. I don't know. I don't have the, pa I don't have the patience for Paladins They've anymore. kind of balanced some of the stuff out. Have they, though, Garland? Have they balanced some of the stuff, or did they just buff Grok? Yeah. Uh, Grok is still Grok. But besides that, no. everyone's... Uh... Grok was buffed. <laughs> Get it right. They buffed Grok. All I'm saying is Grok is something they Grok, which is, didn't is, need is to, do. to say that he's a horrible nuisance and should not do as much damage as he does, but he does. So <sighs> I don't know. I just the balance in the game is just bleh. But I was having fun with it. But the community, the player base, definitely seems seems a lot smaller. I was seeing the same names over and over again. Yeah, that doesn't surprise mm -hmm. me. I'll be honest, it doesn't surprise me that much. It's just like, it, that's just the way the game seemed to be going. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what happens when you uh, focus more on skins instead of making your game better. That's what happens when you focus more on making money than making a playable mm -hmm. game. That's what happens when you focus on getting skins 
that aren't even that good. Look at you, Genlock skins. I know I was sad I missed the Genlock skins, but I also like that was like the at the point where we had stopped we had kind of stopped playing. Honestly, you shouldn't be sad because none of the characters were voiced by their actual voice actors. Oh. I mean, I kind of get that. Well, also. I mean, I mean, to be fair, they can't really get Macy Williams or Michael B. Jordan or the Japanese voice actor for freaking Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop to voice their characters in their game. I doubt Paladins. I doubt High Res can afford Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Let alone the other two. Yeah. What, uh, that's something we should talk about. Genlock Season 2. I And why I will never of, be watching it. I know. I, I I was really excited for a second <sighs> season because the way at the end of the first season was like a, it was a huge continuation cliffhanger, which the and first it, season and was it, like, great. First season was absolutely outstanding. I loved it. It was great. It's one of my all-time favorite shows. Is Genlock season one so beautiful? It was so well done, and then season two came out, and then it was like they they didn't make season two for years. It was three years, I think, until they were able to release season three or season two. And season two was released exclusively on HBO Max, which is why I haven't been able to watch it because we don't have I haven't been able to get that up here. But then I started reading reviews. Garland, huh. I don't want to watch it. I've never seen the first one, so. So some of the reviews state that they completely rewrote and re-retconned uh, re all the backstories of all the main characters. Wait, what? They retconned all of their backstories? They retconned some very important sp very important parts. They retconned the the fact that uh, um, the hell's her name? The yellow, the yellow. Uh, oh, oh, oh! She's Russian. I don't remember anymore. She's not Russian. She's not Russian. No, she's uh, Arabic, I believe. Oh. I don't remember her name, but I know what you're um, talking about. She's yeah, the other she's, one that can She fly. was a member <laughs> She was a member of the of the of the people they were fighting. Mm -hmm. They retconned She's that? a defector. They retconned that to where she's not a defector anymore. Oh, she was like captured and turned over. She was a she was, no, she was like a supporter or something. Oh, what? That was a huge or part some, of her character. Some stupid stuff. Yeah, they retconned the biggest part of her character. Um, oh, I'll look up they one. they jumped forward a bunch to the point where apparently Genlock technology was old news in season two. Like they were out of they were outdated. Suddenly their technology was outdated in one season. So they either oh, did a time skip uh, Yaz. or it's Yaz. Her name is Yaz. Yeah, yeah. Like apparently Genlock technology was um, outdated. What? That was like the two. newest yeah. thing. Apparently, apparently the borderline, borderline science fiction in a science fiction technology that the that the enemy had, could barely understand and had to capture the original man that could run it to get it to run was now out of date. Like when I heard that, I was like, "What the hell do you mean?" And, uh, episode three, there's a sex scene. Apparently it's between, uh, Miranda and... Um... Whoever she was dating. It's, uh... Chad's character. Is it Chad? Is that his name? Boomstick's character. I can't 
from the voice actor from uh, Six Name. Chad James. Yes. Uh, Jody. It's Miranda and Chad James character. Yes, Jody, which is a military term for a for a, a wife stealer. It's the military term that it's military dragon for someone who steals another man's woman. Well, and Miranda was and Miranda def- was dating Chase. In, in, in his defense, before Chase, in, in his defense, Chase was believed dead. Yes, yeah, technically, I think he almost, I think he did technically die, and then they brought him back. No, he didn't. He didn't die. Okay. Um, they just copied his brain, uh, okay. and because the original was, they copied his brain because they needed backups, and the original was captured. It's weird. It's interesting, but like, there's a sex scene between them, and apparently, according to Danny, not that great. She said that Miranda like, looked angry the whole time. The fact the fact that there's a sex scene in Genlock season two tells me that the show is completely written by HBO now. Because that's, that's not what the show was. That's definitely an HBO thing also. So, like, someone's comment was, they sold it to HBO and HBO just got horny writers on the show. And it's like, as soon as I heard there was a sex scene in episode three, I was like, I'm done. Like, I can't. I can't do this. And when Danny looked it up and said, yeah, there's a sex scene in episode three and it's not a good one. I was like, well, Genlock's dead to me now. It's just like, it pisses me off to no end that they would like actually do this. Like they would, they would actively like. I understand the only way for them to get season two to happen was for them to get HBO to fund it. But in doing that, well, well they sh- they should have done in the in the cal- in the contract is like, you guys will fund it. You would have ex- exclusive rights to show it for uh, how uh, nine days or whatever the fuck they did. Sorry, there's two. Um, and I mean, and then here's an alternative that would have made it way more sense. Crowdfund it. Yeah, well, the the Roots Teeth community would have done it, but like. If they had, like, you know, originally, like, you can have full rights to stream it for 90 days. Uh, you can, if you can help us fund this, but we control the story. I don't think HBO would have taken that. I don't think they would have either, but that would have been the contract that I would have applied. Like. At this <sighs> point, it would have been better to let it die with one season than to do this season. Because they. They just, they just killed it. Yeah. That's unfortunate to have that happen to a show you really like. Well, like, so, Garland, I will say, it is worth it to go watch the first season, but just, it sucks. I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it, and I can't believe I'm about to say this. Don't watch it on Rooster Teeth. Why not on Roots? If you want to watch the, if you want to watch the first season, watch it uh, on a secondary website, even though it's a first exclusive. Uh, as someone who loves it, as someone who only who supported Rooster Teeth because of that show and because of how much I love it, and because Yori and I watched Ruby through them as well, I cannot justify telling people to go and watch it on the Rooster Teeth website after what happened to season two. Because Garland, to watch on the Rooster Teeth website, you need to buy a first subscription, or do a ninety day free trial or whatever. Don't. I'm gonna be honest with you, hun. I'm honestly contemplating canceling my first subscription. I mean, that's up to you. If, uh, like, 
whenever the next season of Ruby comes out, I do want to watch it. But which probably isn't until the end of the end of this which year. Which is fine. Um, but I'm fine waiting. I'm just not seeing. I'm just not seeing much. Like I have to review whether or not I want to keep it because I'm not. I haven't been watching a lot of, of Rooster Teeth content. And that's the thing. That's kind of why I never got one to begin with because the only thing I really enjoyed watching from Rooster Teeth was Ruby, and then you know Genlock came out and that was really good. That's that's why I got it. I got it so that Andrew and I could watch Ruby without ads or anything on their website. That's literally the only reason I got it was for Andrew and I to watch Ruby. And then I just used it to watch their Stop content. Throwing but your toy at me. I haven't been watching a lot of Rooster Teeth content, so I don't know. We'll see. I still listen to the Red Web podcast. Yeah, but that's on Spotify, so. Yeah, it's on Spotify. Like we are. Which reminds me. I think with that, though, I feel like we're at a pretty good point. Um, Next episode should be live on Twitch channel, as well as recorded. Uh, Episodes should hopefully maybe be coming out faster a little bit. Maybe, hopefully. If Andrew's good, Andrew's good. When Andrew figures out how to get faster, they'll probably come out faster. I trust him. I respect him. I admire him. I'm sure he's, he's going great. as fast as he can. Well, he himself has said that he wants to get faster. Oh. Because when the summer comes around, I want we want to do an episode a week. So he's like, I want to get ready for that so we can get an episode Oh, that'll be week. interesting. So, like, wait, when do you want to start that in the summer? Um... Probably near the tail end of May. Okay, I was like, you probably don't want to start it when I'm there, just because that would be like no, we're not. Audio would be difficult. We're not gonna, with that. Oh yeah, until once we when we move in together, we're gonna figure out the audio setup for podcast. We'll have to be in different rooms, probably. No, we can probably get sound dividers for the two of us. That would work. I wouldn't want to be in different rooms. I want to be able to poke you when I'm angry. <laughs> Rude. I mean, if there's sound dividers, we'd literally have a wall between the two of us of sound dividing. Yeah, but then I could run around the wall and be like, smack, 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 smack. Run away. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is what I have to look forward to. Um, but yeah, no, we're going to call it here for the night. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you can uh, you can listen to us on uh, Spotify or Apple, I, Apple uh, Podcast, which I'm sure you're listening to us on one of those two things if you're enjoying us, which thank you. Please leave a review. I check those as often as I can. Did you know that you can give ratings on Spotify on Spotify for podcasts now? Oh, that's cool. So if you want to do that, that would be awesome. Just leave us a rating on Spotify's podcast system. Be awesome. Uh, uh, and uh, if you want to follow the Twitter, it's uh, at Campfire Gather on Twitter. Uh, it's getting a little bit more active. We're starting to tweet some more. Uh, hope it'll probably get more active as the end of the month comes along because there's surprises coming out at the end of the month. Hopefully, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, wink with both, wink with both eyes, which is called a blink, nudge, nudge. You know how it is. Do I know these? I think uh, I know them. You know of most of them, okay. yes. Uh, I mean, you're part of one of them. Yeah, I know that one. <laughs> um, surprises. There's surprises coming out by the end of the month. For both stream and hopefully for podcast within the next month or so. Looking at you, Garland. Figure that out. Um, I, I am totally lost. Is this something I should know about? Well, we'll talk. We're, we're going to talk about it afterwards. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So um, if you want to catch us live, it's Twitch.tv/slash Yang Yamanagi. Y a n g y a m a n a g i. Uh, Twitter's at Campfire Gather. 
Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us reviews, let us know what you like, what you don't like, yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. Uh, that's it for now. Bye! Bye! Bye!